Are you in the dark? Oh, okay. <laughs> I haven't used Zoom in so long now. No, that's totally cool. I really thought that you were about to do this in the dark, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Vibes. Vibes, dark time. It, it would have been a dark time. I would have been like, wow, okay. I can, <laughs> I can hibernation mode. You're taking, you're taking the new year. Seriously. <laughs> Still on that tip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you at right now? Uh, I'm at home in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. We love LA. Yeah. It's kind of cold and we have a little bit of season right now. So it's quite nice. <laughs> That's the one thing people say they like miss seasons. It's well, like every day when it's sunny, it becomes Groundhog's Day and it's like kind of holiday, but it's not really. I agree. I say that all the time when I'm in LA, that it's like Groundhog's Day. Every day is exactly the same. It really is. If you don't travel, I think you go insane. <laughs> also, I feel like you don't even know what day it is. Yeah, so true. Especially over the break. <laughs> Yeah, especially over the break, like time doesn't even exist. Yeah, it's kind of nice. It's very pandemic flashbacks. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, I, I do miss the quietness for sure. And the not having to leave your house. LA, I just like want to get on this tip already. Do you feel that in LA, every corner you turn now, everyone's just like talking about music? Pretty much. Music or like social media or something. <laughs> It's always the two. When I was at Canyon Coffee, one, I ran into a bunch of bands. The second thing is even when I sat down, people next to me were just like talking about their music project, like left and right. And I was like, wait, can we? We can talk about quantum physics. I don't even care. <laughs> Learn something new. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's why people come here. Everyone is a musician or actor. But you did it a long time ago. Yeah, I've been in this game since I was in high school, like 15, 16. Yo, I don't care what anyone says. You're not even you're not even old. I'm not even old. If you've been doing it since high school, yeah, you you got in the game so early. Yeah. I, I think it's it, it's definitely changed drastically. Especially because the fact that you didn't even have social media. We had MySpace. So it was like the beginning. And I feel like that was such a different beast. It was really music focused and whole song focused. <laughs> but yeah, like it, I think it was right before Tumblr. So it was a very different game. Like people had to, I think it was more blogs then. It was blogs then. My, I had a MySpace page. I had to tear that down because it was so embarrassing but are they still out there? <laughs> I know they lost all the music, but I wish I could remember that password and go and find it and reread all those messages. Oh my God. Oh yeah. You could expose them right here, right now. <laughs> Should we get on them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, yo, MySpace. it was like, honestly, I don't know if I saw any in indie bands or anything like that. It was for me, like hardcore Hosts, hardcore, emo, and then like Uffy. <laughs> Did you have any friend fights over your top eight? All the time. Yes. 
the top eight was crazy. And then I also thought that it would die. But then I had like a T-Mobile sidekick. Oh my God, we were really going in. Oh shit, yes. And I had the top seven too, or top eight. I never had one of those. That's a whole other level of drama. <laughs> that That is, that is. Especially when you're just like getting into using new tech, you're like figuring it all out, but you're still trying to keep, keep the Walkman alive, listening to like new music. So I'm like listening to a si- on my sidekick and then figure out a top eight and then my <laughs> MySpace page. And then like, oh my God, there's just so much. <laughs> That's hilarious. Where were you during the MySpace days? Um, I was in Paris at that time. Nice. And I never, I didn't have one until I first did pop the Glock for this limited 100 press seven inch vinyl release. And then I just wanted a MySpace music profile like everyone else or all my friends in Paris. So I made one and that's, yeah, I think that I would have just like done one song otherwise. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I kind of just like spiraled into it because the first one was just kind of for fun with friends. I love that you also said that full songs. You're so right. Isn't it crazy? Like, they just don't exist anymore. Oh, my God. That is so true. Oh, my God. Bridges don't exist anymore. You're so right. I was listening to that Mitski song that's, like, viral on TikTok. But it's also a really great song. Right. Um, It's, like, the lead single on her new record. And when I listened... The first time I ever listened to it was on TikTok. Obviously, everyone's, you know, doing shit with it. And then it actually got me to listen to the record. And I really loved the record. But when it came to that song, I was like, wait, there's no bridge? What? (laughs) (laughs) And hence why it worked. (laughs) The formula. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. I love bridges, though. Yeah. You know, it like has a like little regroup moment before the big finale. They're kind of important. They are, but some bridges are corny though. Yeah, this is true. Some bridges like don't make any sense. Yeah, they've got to definitely be weird to work, I think. Sometimes when you're listening to a track, you can hear how fabricated it is. They're like, okay, we're going to add this in. And it's like, just don't fuck it up for eight bars. Rashad and this is Wear Many Hats presented by Dasar. You can check out all the episodes of the Wear Many Hats podcast on all platforms and at wearmanyhats.com. Rate and comment the Wear Many Hats show on Apple Podcasts and drop five stars on Spotify. WMH and Dasar is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you. Uffy is a musician. Uffy is known for hits during the blockhouse movement, now peak indie sleaze, but we're going very strong still. 
You know her from ADD SUV featuring Pharrell Williams of Pop the Glock from Sex Dreams and Denim Jeans off of Ed Banger. But have you heard of Cool off her new album, Sunshine Factory, on Chaz Bear's company records? Whole record hits, including the interlude with Peaches. We love Peaches. Uffy has collaborated with Charlie XCX, Justice, and the Blessed Madonna. We caught her set at Fool's Goal of 15th anniversary at the legendary Webster Hall, one of the venues of where it all started. Loved her coming out with DOS for drugs. It's official. Uffy's here. Please welcome Uffy to wear many hats. Hey, everybody. How's it going? You know what? Even <laughs> though it's just me, everyone's <laughs> Everyone can answer for themselves when they listen. <laughs> Starting off strong. You know, right out of the gate, I love that. <laughs> right out of the gate. I I did catch you at Webster Hall. I couldn't find you after the show, but I was hanging out with... Who was I hanging out with? Oh, I was, I was hanging out with a friend of the show, Bobby Wingham, aka Bobby T. Young and friend of guest of the show, Naeem, they like, told me after the Webster Hall show, you guys all went back to the hotel and partied on that. <laughs> you have all the tea. <laughs> yeah, um, that was a super fun night. Um, you know, love A-Track and the family. It was so fun. Blue to Tiger came out to play bass on Cool. And fun fact about that, before we get to the partying, my attorney, Tiffany, was actually the drummer. She's like nine hustles as this amazing drummer. But yeah, I'm so glad Naeem was there and we had a fun little reunion after. <laughs> <laughs> the reunion was definitely something under lock and key but i you know i wish i was there to live it that that sounded so much fun especially when bobby and naeem when they tell a story it's very vivid and it feels like you're there <laughs> naeem's the best we've gotten into some trouble around this globe <laughs> oh my god oh my god i just like love that when the music doesn't hit you want to be in control as a DJ. What do you mean? Like at at I don't know if uh if you're going to like um a hotel. After. Oh shit, did you <laughs> Oh my god, I hated the music playing and Arizona's a fight over the uh control on that one. Yeah. I'm definitely the worst person at an after party. I am Bogart the shit out of the music. Aw. No. <laughs> It didn't I, go my way. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool that your attorney is, uh, is your drummer. Yeah, she is. She's the best. I love her to death. Tiffany Almy, everyone. <laughs> yeah, please plug. Uh, everyone, <laughs> everyone needs everyone needs an attorney. Everyone needs a Tiffany in their life. She's the best. <laughs> Did you find her because you needed an attorney or you needed a drummer? Attorney. Yeah, I was choosing <laughs> attorneys. Yeah, that was a nice little nifty fact I found out after. One night I just asked her, I mean, you should really come and play with me sometime. And I was really surprised she was down. And she's got a great rehearsal space in Dumbo. So we just had like fun nights practicing before. And I was amazed the first time seeing her shot. Oh, that's sick. It, it's so fun. I mean, what's a better attorney? A dope lady that drums. 
now on the drumming side and having her at shows, did you also need her in court? Not yet. <laughs> Maybe after next time with Naeem. But... Oh my God. That's so funny. Just bring the drums. Yes. The sticks. That's crazy. The sticks. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That's cool. I like, I did not think that at Webster Hall, I that lineup that was legendary. And then I, all my friends, they wanted to come see you too with our friend Naeem as well. So it was like a blast from the past, but it's like, yeah, never really left. I mean, it was such an influential time in music that I think like, you know, I guess it's like all kind of great music that era, like it just kind of feeds into the next generation. But it's really wild to live through a revival of something. (laughs) Because you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of cringe to you in a way, like everything is when you look back, especially like all the fluo colors and whatnot. But it's really also cool to see like what it's inspired and what it's birthed. But I thought it was really cool how they incorporated some of those new artists that are kind of like carrying that on to the next path. Totally, totally. Like to see Doss on the bill was really cool. Oh yeah, she is so good. I was just listening to her rendition of Cool before coming on. Crazy. It's so sick. So good. I love that it's not even, it's not, I mean, what did it birth? Did it kind of birth art pop? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like what, how? I think like hyper pop was like super inspired by that era. And I think like that takes a lot of the kind of no rules attitude about it as well. Right. That's true. That's true. And it just like supporting that like bedroom artist. It's still here. I don't think a lot of my friends are making it. Uh, the colors are still there. People are still dressing whatever they want. Which is always a good thing. No top hats, no fedoras. Sorry, day <laughs> <Sorry>. track. <laughs> oh my God, that's someone actually gave me a fedora for Christmas. <laughs> really? It's definitely in the back of my closet now. <laughs> Sorry if you're listening. <laughs> Also, like, why is it in the beginning of every year musicians put out this like big announcement burial with XL recordings? Then A track drops a teaser of the new Justice track. I know Uffy's got something in store, right? Yeah, I'm actually working on an album right now. Oh shit! I'm Damn. very excited about cooking. Cooking always, yeah. It's been nice. Like, I've been traveling a lot this year, and it's been really nice to just kind of have a couple weeks at home just to forget about the world and get back into it where'd you go oh for the break nowhere oh you're like i'm traveling you were traveling oh no i've been traveling all year so like for me the best thing on the break or, or the holiday was to go nowhere and just oh. miss were you traveling for the record or i'm touring when us and then i do like a lot of co-writing in london and just mm. love Europe, so I go there pretty often and then just gigs yeah co-writing still I love that yeah it's it's you know it's nice for all of us to kind of step outside of our own mind and ego every once in a while I also love that you said London London gets a terrible rep really yeah maybe I just say London is the shit so much that mm-hmm. I think 
everyone thinks that but to me like I think that's where it's at right now I know like they're having trouble in the industry but it, it's in the world where we're saying you know we're saying before this started like there's not a lot of bridges in music right now and whatnot and just how music shifting like it still feels very much about art over industry more than here to me right I know that like Caroline Polchek like lives in London and they're like getting rid of fish and chips but other than that (laughs) (laughs) okay I take it all back now (laughs) I just uh I, even I was thinking about where should I relocate? I'm in New York right now. I'm in Brooklyn. And, you know, maybe if I want to take a little break and still do what I do, where should I go? And I was like thinking maybe London, right? Like London seems like that's where it's at. I think so. It's such a fun town. There's so much to do. There's so much culture. Like, and the great thing too, I know it's not part of Europe anymore, but just being near there is it's so easy to just like hop on a fucking train or plane and so cheap. You can go like experience such different things. And with your job, you can do it anywhere, I assume. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If I could talk to Uffy. Yeah, anywhere. I would recommend London. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck time zones. <laughs> yeah, right. Who needs them? Is the London music scene, how's that going? I think it's great. I really like it out there. Um, Obviously, they've got, like, the Blessed Madonna amazing. And they've got, like, Sacred Bodega, Shy Girl, VTSS is out there. So many, like, cool underground that are kind of breaking that barrier into commercial I feel like they're really really good with that I feel like and I think anything that really blows up um, across the pond like will eventually affect here that's so true I think a lot of people like I guess for pop it can be more the opposite way but I think like really cool shit starts over there really cool shit by the way, I hope we can curse on this book. Oh, of course. <laughs> you could say whatever you want. I, mean, I was like, now that we're deep in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but these days I feel like cool has really become super subjective. I feel like I'm agreeing to a lot. I've been open a lot these days. I mean, yeah, you definitely yeah, have to <laughs> shift that perspective. I think like to me, it's always meant like something niche mm-hmm. that's really like personal and like very real. But I think it's definitely changed. Like your music. It's kind of. Has it changed or has it? Oh, no, I mean like what cool is, like what yeah. people consider cool, like. Like, yeah. I always, it's, like, really nice, like, some mystery and all of that. And I feel like now it's, like, very, everything is on the table. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, that's good to know. I mean, I remember when people wanted to keep things under, like, say, like, subtract, right? Yeah. Subtract would just be, like, okay, let's keep this under wraps. We got Sampha out here. Let him do all the talking. I'm going underground. These days, it's it's weird because I think people are going back and forth between like, should I put everything out there? Like, yeah, life is like out there or should I keep this hidden? Because I, I, I think it's really like one or the other and you got to commit. It's it's tricky. So where are you? 
I like, I just, I've really tried to kind of get down with that. And like, for me, personal stuff, I like, I would never like post my kids or anything like that. For me, like, it's really important to have that boundary. And I, I'm romantic. I believe in mystery. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure how well it's serving me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's I'm a diehard for it. <laughs> That's so good to hear only because the fact that right with I don't know, because like I, I I was reading your fader interview and you were bare and all right. And then now it's like you want to kind of keep things under. Yeah, I mean, I think there are times like makes sense or like feels appropriate. But yeah, I think going with the guy is the move. Going with the gut is the move. I recently had to ask my friend. Now I have friends that have kids and I would ask them if I, because I'm a, I'm a photographer too outside and mm. I would take a photo. I would take photos of like me hanging out with the kids or me with the family. And then when I get the the film back, they're all great. But now these days I'm more conscious and I'm like asking like, hey, is it cool if I post you and like your kids or whatever like that I, that wasn't me before i don't know yeah this is like a, i'm maturing or something well now there are also those like, scary ass adverts of, <sighs> you seen the shit where like those parents are sitting in the cinema and their their kid who's like this little kid shows up on the screen older and they're like i know you didn't think that posting pictures of me could lead to this and it's how like ai and identity theft i think it's this is a synopsis what yeah okay you need to google this after that's crazy now it's making it's me crazy not <laughs> yeah oh definitely don't post them <laughs> Wow, that's insane. Yeah, and I kind of feel like, you know, like obviously being in a public platform, like you do, you agree to open yourself up a certain amount, but I think like certain things are off limits. And right. once you start sharing that, like regularly, it, it gets kind of hard to protect it. These days, it's a lot of people take a lot of things to heart. Yeah. Very seriously, closely. I, I know. I, I get it. You definitely <laughs> had some PR training. We know that, Alfie. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> and <laughs> we We've definitely matured since, oh my God, I'm so glad that like in our 20s, we didn't have like social media that hard. Yeah, but I was thinking about it recently. Like, I don't think that scene could have been what it was had there... Like everyone had iPhones, everyone been filming. Like it, there's no way to lose yourself with that. And I think like that was even like fed into how good the music was, just how you were able to freely listen to it and like dance and be there like no one's watching. Right, right. And be savage like that. <laughs> now these days, everyone wants to bring a phone into the meeting. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's really like no off switch. And they have a burner. Yeah. That'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's everyone's recording everything. During the blogs, that those days, that's when I found out all my music. That's how I found out what was going on. The good old pitchfork days, I guess. 
I mean, when Fader was cool, when Vice was all right. <laughs> now these days, I, I'm trying to figure out how I find new music, and it is actually really hard. I mean, the algo, the algo is crazy. Yeah. Do, do you people... it lead you to music you like, or? I do. Do I listen to music I like? <laughs> Imagine if I listen to music I hated. But then do you know if you even like it? Because did you choose it? That's true, right? I don't know. Has anyone told you that they would like listen to Charlie XCX and then like once the album's over, it would go to Uffy? No one's told me that, but like I'm sure that's led to some discovery for sure. That's cool. At your live shows, have I ever seen you like do like choreo like charlie no it's not really my thing yeah i don't think so i think i've done it like once and it just felt really fake to me mm -hmm. which is funny because i was a dancer for like 10 years oh shit but like ballet more but yeah it's just never felt right and i've I've, I've tried to really consider it because obviously on stage you're a little more comfortable if you know exactly what's happening you it takes a lot of the I guess like guesswork out of the show or stress of it but I like I am a firm believer and you have you're feeding off the audience and their energy you know totally. you kind of just go out there and see what happens <laughs> you can't really ballet at Luffy yeah <laughs> it's hard right <laughs> Yeah, it's all party. It's all it's all a party. Yeah, and, and like I just want people to really like lose themselves in the moment. I mean, you that's know, what kind of just sitting there like staring at it, and you know, like be living it, be a part of it. So with like Uffy and like the Blockhouse days, like all all of those parties, that I'm definitely invested in. Just like have like having a good time. I was recently watching Woodstock 99. I know I'm like late to the game. That's like, oh my God, that's hell on earth. Can you fucking imagine? Everyone hates everything. It like that was disturbing. You would think that Woodstock meant like all peace, love and happiness. But it, you just go to an Uffy or a, a fool's gold show. That's and yeah. How does that even I don't. I don't get that. It's it's yeah, it's really funny. Like things that are set up to show like the goodness of humanity, like ends up showing its underbelly. I can't even imagine Uffy playing Woodstock '99. Yeah, only if there was a helicopter in and out quick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how Atlantis did it. To be honest with you, so crazy. Oh, fuck, I'm gonna rewatch this today. <laughs> it's it's insane. It's it's kind of insane. I it really it, it gets dark too. <laughs> It, it, exactly right i didn't i expect, was not expecting that the first time i'm like eating what i'm like eating <laughs> I'm just oh, like, no. like what <laughs> oh, man i i do love that all of these yeah like the like all these festivals that are coming back everything's just like bringing have have you got like a phone call where like an old friend just like from the past it's like yo i'm on the same bill as you um i think the fool's gold one was like really special for that but i did get one recently for an, a potential upcoming one that i can't confirm yet but i really hope it works out because it would be exciting for people 
Oh, that's great. So you're not, you're not done with touring. You're going to keep touring. Yeah. I'm actually going on tour with Dorian Electra in March. Oh, nice. Yeah. That'll be fun. That's big. Yeah. I'm really excited for it. They're great. It'll be really fun. I think it's always like heavy hitters. You know, I, the last tour I remember was you with Alice Glass. Mm -hmm. That was a fun blast from the past. And then last year, too, we had with Ed Banger for the 20th anniversary, we all met up in London to play Printworks before it closed, which I don't know if you've been. Have you been there? No, I have not. I've seen the videos. It's madness. It's like this old, I think, like newspaper factory. I think they filmed part of the last Batman there. No way. Yeah. The one with, um, what is his name? Robert Pattinson. Oh, sick. Yeah, but that place was wild. Yeah, because it's like narrow. I think it's like 6,000 people. Yeah, it's like this narrow hall, which is honestly terrifying if you think about all the crushing <laughs> situations. But I think it's like 6,000 people just like in this narrow hall. If, if, it feels much more like Berlin to me than London, that place. I, that's what I thought too. Yeah. Yeah, Ed Banger, everyone was there. That was super fun. I love that you're still with them, like hanging out. Yeah, I mean, like when you kind of grow up with people, it becomes family at the end of the day. It truly is. And and they're still killing it. Yeah. Busy P, I think he was yeah, like- big year for him. Big year. big year. I think it's always big year, right? Yeah. But 20 years, that's pretty wild. 20 years is insane. Busy P- like You're old. <laughs> I know it feels like that, right? It it feels like we're just like name dropping like all these great like remember Electro, remember like House. It's like it's it's so crazy, but I don't think we're like dating ourselves. It's just more so that the kids are just they're get they're finding it. Yeah. Whereas like I have no idea. I guess I guess this episode they'll find they'll find it. Yeah, let's do our service. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah, Busy P. I think he was hanging out with Alex, Alex Frankel. Holy ghosts! Oh yeah, yeah. I, you know, I I just I hope everyone just like comes back out of the woodwork and just like starts like crushing it. Yes, I mean, yeah, yeah. His record was really good, right? Yeah. Even the remixes were good too after. Yeah. I hope they never stop. I know. I know. Like I will see them in 30 years every time. <laughs> Me too. And I love every project that Nick Zimmer does. Yeah. So talented. KO uh Karen O honestly makes having kids like cool. I love that. These days everyone makes it look like kids are hell i mean it's definitely harder like as a parent you've got to navigate all these things that your kids are exposed to like social media and whatnot and i think it's like i have a 14 year old like it's kind of crazy to watch the world that they're growing up in it's because it's all flames um you definitely want like the safety sides on (laughs) what is that called in bowling You want the parentals? Yeah, the parental switches on. There we oh go. I was thinking I need the parentals on for my parents. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I mean, it's like weirdly the same category, right? Oh, insane. Full circle. 
it really i i just don't i just don't now i get it now i know why they want it on me now i want them i want it on them but <laughs> must protect <laughs> where in la are you in on the east side on the east side okay cool 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 no we we only we love east side the west side I lived there for a few years and it really is true that like you just don't leave your pocket unless you have to. Right. Exactly. I feel like Venice got very techy weirdly. Oh no. I, it just doesn't work for me. Like tech and sand. I don't understand. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? It really bothers me. That bothers me too. Yeah. It's not correct. (laughs) Tech and sand on the East side. That's just like, we're all, all the musicians live. Yeah, I recently yeah, moved to like a more suburban neighborhood, and I was a little scared. Oh no! <laughs> that it was going to be like very boring and strange, and it's really great. Very boring and strange. Yeah, I just feel like I couldn't hear the same thing about LA. But if you go maybe far, well, like if you're in the summers, like yeah. it's strange, like. It doesn't really feel like LA. Like there are horses in my neighborhood. (laughs) Oh, nice. Yeah, it's quite strange. I'm just like trying to think like Uffy just wants to party all the time. On the road at home, I definitely like have a little commune life. (laughs) That's really sweet. That's really sweet. Do you also record out in East LA or do you? I work in studios all around the city, especially for co-writing. It's kind of like a new studio every day. Do you ever like want to go out of your space to write? It really depends. Like for the beginning of a record, it's like I just kind of like to powwow with myself and just like get all the ideas in. Because I feel like once you like really start the session process, it's really easy to like get caught up in the excitement for me at least and either like fend on things I'm not sure about or make quick decisions that like the worst thing is putting something out where you're questioning a lyric or something it will fucking haunt you I've kind of tried to learn from that and really hone in on those things first and I really like like for the Sunshine Factory it was made between like Oakland and Portugal I kind of I like to go away because like being a mom being at home I for where all my friends are, I find it really distracting. It's hard to fully submerge yourself in that world. So I'm doing the first part here and then we'll go somewhere for like two weeks. I love that. I feel like if you've had years of obviously practice and putting out a bunch of records, that's like you finally found your groove. Yeah, your formula. Because <laughs> when I'm writing, it's it's always it kind of always has to be like at home at first. You find it hard to focus? Oh, yeah. All the time. So I have to go like outside and like come up with lyrics, just like walking down the street. It's the only way or something. But yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to like pull things, though. That's that's the thing. Or like, look, it has to like flow and like. Uh, yeah. It's weird. I feel like being a musician, I tell this to all my other musical guests, I feel like being a musician is like one of the hardest things in the world. Which parts? <laughs> no, I'm doing you. <laughs> I just I feel like sure the songwriting process, coming up with the chords, just like having the motivation to come up with a song. People are just like churning out music like left and right, like you're a factory. 
Yeah. I like, I definitely know people who will do like two sessions a day and be like, we have to make a hit like within these times. And I like, I think there's definitely like that pop factory mindset and like my brain definitely does not work that way, but I find it really impressive. Pop factory. I can't even. It's wild. Have you co-written a single that like blew the fuck up? Um, I think the serotonin moonbeams with Madonna, or bless Madonna, went really, really well. Um, I think one people are really surprised that I wrote is or co-wrote is um, "Hearts to Be Human" with Pink and Khalid. Oh, nice! But yeah, I I really love co-writing. It's so fun to step outside of your mind to like just play with different genres. Did you think that you were gonna do that? No. Yeah, it's, that's Not at hear, all. That's, that's literally what I hear with like all, everyone that uh, wants to be uh, like a musician and it just like they focus on themselves first. Yeah. And, like the whole tour, the records, and then like then after comes the co-writing. But you also like end up with so much music as like your own artist as well. And like you'll make things that you love but just aren't fitting in your project or what you want to be saying then. So it like it does make a lot of sense, but I really got into it just moving to LA because it's such a thing here. And you can be in sessions with amazing people like every day. I so. know. And and you probably run into so many people. Yeah, day. I mean yeah. Every if everyone isn't living here, like they're constantly coming through here. Who was the last person you ran into that you're like, oh shit? This is a hard one. <laughs> you're like, no one. They run no, into me. I haven't left the house in a week. <laughs> uh, I had a nice like little New Year's hang with um an old Australian friend, DJ Nikki Nighttime on New Year's Eve. And my friend Maddie Mia, who does um is also an AR at Ninja Tune, and then Bonobo came out for a bit. Oh, that's sweet. But I guess that's the last time I went out as everyone New Year's Eve. I'm trying to think like th- wait, what was the I don't know if you know uh, Martin Booty Spoon. Uh, he's a DJ. Yeah, I actually met him at Rhonda. Oh, we Thank love Rhonda. Rhonda's so good. Rhonda's so good. But I, that's probably the only night I go out in LA. He wrote a tweet that was like, "For twenty, who in 2024 wants the Lincoln build? It's just like really funny because everyone says that every year. He's just a hilarious guy. Yeah, he's mad funny. <laughs> but and that's that's what it feels like like at that party it's like who who here wants the <laughs> you want me on i'm that's i'm here so <laughs> ronda have you played a ronda oh my god i i love ronda i've been i've been going to ronda for a really long time i kind of love that they have like james blake now and it's it's become I a know. whole different thing that's very sick that's not something i would have ever guessed either but very cool me either yeah, because it used to be something completely different. Like there was just like something I went to on New Year's, honestly. It's like very <laughs> house, like house of yes. Lots of <laughs> like lots of like voguing, like lots of it was different, you know? And now it's yeah. just like techno or like very specific. Yeah. Have you been to one of their parties at Los Globos? See, no. It was always the theater in downtown LA. I don't know if they're ever doing it there anymore, but it's really fun because it's this really big building with like multiple floors. And it it does remind me of the old days of people just like running around this building. I've never been to the 
Los Globos. Yeah, no. That happens again, definitely. Worth a trip. <laughs> you usually don't hear that with Los Globos, though. I love Rhonda there. Really? Yeah, it's it's just like it's just like a playground. <laughs> it is, but I feel like Los Globos is like I'm surprised that they're still going strong. Yeah, uh, that's the only event I've ever been to there. So I guess I don't have a good comparison base. It's like the circus there, honestly. Like, yeah, have you, have Rhonda been- Circus. Rhonda- like, how- oh <laughs> like imagine the fucking madness and mayhem. <laughs> Have you people been to- watching is supreme? <laughs> I, I just love to people watch all day long, and Rhonda is definitely the space. But speaking of circus, have you been to Luna Luna yet? I haven't. I think that like people should do drugs and like listen to your music, throw on headphones, and go to Luna Luna. Luna Luna noted. <laughs> oh my god, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but yo, circuses are back. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please do elaborate. <laughs> there was a circus. So I'm in Brooklyn and um, I'm in Prospect Heights, but I go to Greenpoint all the time. And there was a circus in like the heart of Greenpoint at like McCarran Park. And I just couldn't believe that the circus was sounds like, and I thought to myself, like, who's going to this? And I had a bunch of friends, like Instagram story, them at this circus. And then like a week later, another, like a good friend of mine went to the circus like uptown in the city, brought his like friend, like brought his kids and like told me all this during like Christmas dinner. And I'm just like hearing all this circus talk and then Luna Luna. And then for New Year's, like the the thing that I went to, like a performer like opened up this parachute while they were like floating up in the air. And I was like, wait, why is there so much circus stuff coming? that's wild like how high do you have to be for to set off a parachute really high like they were they were really high it was kind of insane um well it was it was like a 10 really high yeah 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 (laughs) i mean in new york i think they banned animals so there's like animals in in at the circus Yo, man, these performances are (laughs) these performances are crazy and they are going off to like good music too and these like crazy remixes oh wow okay i'm kind of here for that i mean drake i think bought out the the luna luna so the los angeles one so i guess like this is you know musician approved like everyone's here for it okay going now. uh amanda blank and her boyfriend matt they went they went to luna luna they had a great time Okay, I have no plug. I have no idea why. I'm just saying that, like, like the circus is back. Okay, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> it, that, that's like giving Ibiza summer to me. Ooh. I'm at, this will be the year to go, I bet. I bet. So you've been a couple times? I haven't been in a long time, but yeah. Have you performed at one? Yeah, it was really rough because I had to play at like 6 a.m. Mm. So it's the angel, do you sleep before or try and stay up? Because imagine like going all the way there and missing your set. So I stayed up. I actually got this really awful tattoo just to have something to do while I was waiting. <laughs> In the middle of the morning. Yeah, well, like, yeah, <laughs> early hours of the morning. What's uh, what's the tattoo? It's an 
really, really shit anger. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's one way to pass the time. Right? (laughs) You definitely need that. I I can't do it anymore. My friend, Bruce, his set was at 3 a.m. And I I couldn't. I just had to leave at like 2.40 in the morning well it's not even like you have to stand at 3 a.m like you have to be fucking ready to throw down at three that's... <laughs> you know what i mean you don't just have to show up at the function you have to like be the function oh my god yeah that's so true and so i don't know if you have any like i, I don't know if you're still out here like i mean actually no after that story that name told me <laughs> yeah you're still out there okay never mind um no because like i i stopped drinking and like going hard for the past like two years and I still go to clubs and I don't know how I'm doing it. I'm now getting kind of close to like the, I need to have like great conversation or else like shit is getting boring at the club. I mean, yeah, the club is definitely not my favorite, like for pleasure. I love like a really like fun late dinner party. Me too. (laughs) Very select audience, you know? (laughs) Select audience. Good conversation. Like something to munch on. Some games, maybe? (laughs) Okay, maybe we are like (laughs) dating ourselves. Like, yeah, we, I, I, I don't know. When I, for New Year's, I, trying to strike up a conversation is just like, I'm trying to like, find things in the air i mean that's kind of on you though new year's eve is like fucking amateur night like it truly <laughs> is you're so... show up people. like trying to have a decent conversation on that night forget it you will hear everyone's goals though <laughs> oh that's true that's true you, you got any goals are you gonna drop some yeah i'm launching a few things this year that i'm really excited about but again can't really chat about it yet right. but yeah, I'm excited for this year though. Doing dry January already feels amazing. That sounds great. Yeah. Can you can feel it? Yeah, well, like I generally in the weekday have to get up at 6 30. So like again, home, like have a pretty chill life, but I I don't sleep a ton. Cause like for me, like at night when kids are asleep, like it's my time. So, like, I'll generally work a fair amount then, but I've just been sleeping and not drinking in the evening and going to bed. And it's really, it's amazing how you feel when you're, like, hydrated and rested. <laughs> That's true. I can agree. You know I, this. I, I, I know this. I know this. I I get it. Oh, man. It, it's, like, these new discoveries that people have just been, like, figuring out. But they're like, wait, actually, I feel good. Oh. The water one, though, it's so crazy when you're actually hydrated. You're like, this is how humans are supposed to feel. (laughs) I know you can't talk about anything, but (laughs) do you think that besides musicals, do you do you have any other like other like ins or outs? Yeah, well, the two things uh, besides my record that I'm working on are not music. But they're still under wraps. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, all right. So we'll learn more around April. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because that was the one thing I 
this year that I saw the most that like everyone was trying to do ins and outs, you know, and like mm. what's what's cool and what's not cool. And I'm like, dude, you since when did you have a say in this? Like <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. My favorite is Jordan Grossman's. What was that? He has a good ins and outs list. What was your favorite? Out alcohol in trying. I think. Oh, that's so I'm good. Like, but I'm like, yeah, like I feel like everyone's kind of recovered this year. Like it's kind of like everyone's ready to go hard again. Damn. I. Do you think the party will ever stop i love that like no. definitely not like people and not even the party in the sense of like getting fucked up like people need to escape mm -hmm. and that definitely is going nowhere <laughs> that need you know and i think like good parties we're not talking like bottle service clubs like no not at all no like that's where you can go and like feel culture feel your community learn new things and just like not think as well if you choose that land like i think we're always going to need that we are um, that's i that's why i still go out yeah i i just have to and and yeah. be like, yo, I just talked to Uffy, and guess what? We're all going out. <laughs> <laughs> well, hats off to you and everything that you do for some Dasar Wear Many Hat Solutions. Would you ever make an indie rock record? Or like, would you Fuck ever yeah. genre switch or start a different new project? Which I feel like. Definitely. Um, For the longest time, I fantasized <laughs> about making like a folk record. No way. Yeah, because I write a lot of poetry as well. I was like, you should do that. But I think like a rock record would make a lot of sense. With, I can see that. Yeah, my energy and taste. Who Maybe. would be the band members or like what? Definitely would have Peaches in it. Oh, it's Peaches. like a super group. Yeah, Peaches. Fruit. And I would, I would die to work with Fever A. Oh, nice. But then we'd get like Patrick Berger from Sweden to produce it. Oh, that'd be great. Just putting that out into the universe. It'll happen. Thanks. <laughs> you heard it first. <laughs> Uffy, where is a place you like to go to hang your hat? Whereas like you like to come up with new music or like lyrics or even it could be a restaurant in Los Angeles or it could be a restaurant or a spot in London. I mostly hang my hat on my luggage handle, but I Literal. would stay at the Southwest of France. Ooh, what's good there? My dad lives there. It's where both of my kids were born, where I go to escape to recenter. And it's just home. We love dual citizenship on this podcast. Yep. I lost mine, but yeah, no, I, I, I love that. <laughs> That's great. So you go back often. Yeah. At least like once a year. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And can your kids speak French a little bit? Uh, my daughter does. That's awesome. Yeah. The, my son, not yet, but. He'll get there. Yeah. He, he was trying to teach himself Japanese over the pandemic. So I think oh, that's, that's sick. Yeah. <laughs> 
little Duolingo. Duolingo, yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> They're great because they send you harassing messages, shaming you. But you <laughs> Dude, they're, yo, that's so true. Their email marketing is insane. It, I mean, it fucking works. I'm like, oh no, I bought this and now I'm failing. Let's do it. <laughs> They, they literally, yeah, they, the Al literally just yelled at me like um, <laughs> the first day of this year. I was like, what already? It's not even the fifth, guys. <laughs> it's not even the fifth. Ren hasn't even like hit me up yet. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> Get at the back of the line, Duolingo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Damn. Uffy, <laughs> if you were to get a chest tattoo quote, what would it be? Probably. Be something fucking outlandish like see you next tuesday it's about like seeing it you know what i mean <laughs> oh yeah oh we do and you know what that was actually on brand you know gotta serve it <laughs> avi don't ever change thanks that is that... every morning <laughs> oh my god that was right there that right there <laughs> said it all that's that's so good well, uh, plug your socials. Where can people find you? I'm sure they can find you everywhere. You're an easy Google yeah. search. Um, I'm mostly on my Instagram at official, official with a U instead Genius. of an L. Thanks. I came up with it on my own. Did you really? You know, when I saw it, <laughs> when I saw that years ago, I was like, oh, this is such an Uffy thing. It's so good. We love a capital U. <laughs> we We really do. And we we also love something like so smart like that. <laughs> oh my god, that man! I can't wait for your your new record. The the, oh, yeah, the other new record was amazing too. I mean, coming in and out on Tormoy's like label that was like one of the first. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously a genius and beautiful human and artist, and it was really an amazing experience. And when I saw that, I was like, hell yeah, Uffy's back. Let's go. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Uffy, for coming on Wear Many Hats. It was great to have you. Thank you for having me. Great to chat. <laughs> great chat. Till next time, this is Wear Many Hats presented by Tassar, and I'm Rashad. Peace. Bye.